Welcome back to the Florida History Podcast. I'm Carter Krishnayer. As we begin to take a look at West Florida, the forts of West Florida, specifically Pensacola, Fort Barrancas, Fort Pickens. Let's go a little bit through the history of Pensacola. Real briefly, we've discussed this on other podcasts and in my uh, works on Florida history, Florida and the British before the American Revolution, and the uh, most recent release, Florida and the American Revolution. The Spanish first settled a portion of Santa Rosa Island under Tristan de Luna in 1559. The settlement was abandoned a few years later, uh, but there are people from West Florida who still have a lot of pride saying Pensacola was settled before St. Augustine, which is technically true. Uh, the difference being St. Augustine was a continuous settlement from 1565 onward. 1559, Pensacola settled and quickly soon there abandoned. 1698, the Spanish resettle Pensacola. So that's well over 100 years later. Uh, Fort San Carlos de Austria on uh, the hilltop um, on Santa Rosa Island. 1719, when the French took Pensacola, Fort San Carlos de Austria was destroyed by the French. Pensacola, along with the rest of West Florida, is ceded, or rest of Florida, uh, then the uh, is ceded to the British in 1763. Colony of West Florida is, uh, is formed. 1781, epic battle in the Revolutionary War that we detail in great detail in my book, Florida and the American Revolution, the siege of Pensacola, a two-month siege, which was eventually a victorious battle for the Spanish, who were allied with the American patriots. The British abandoned Pensacola. In 1787, the Bateria de San Antonio is built of masonry. That's a Spanish fort in 1787. In 1814, the British evacuating Pensacola as Andrew Jackson pursues them. We've talked about this in a previous podcast in our Andrew Jackson series. The British demolish the fort so that the Americans can't use it in their abandonment. So in 1819, Florida is ceded to the United States, what remains of Florida. Much of West Florida had already been annexed by the United States uh, illegally. By the way, as was Andrew Jackson's invasion of Florida, but uh, that didn't matter. The Spanish sheeted their claim in 1819. And the United States decides that the old Spanish battery, San Antonio, uh, on Pensacola Bay, uh, should be a place for a new fort. And the Army Corps of Engineers began work on the fort in 1840, and the fort was completed in 1844. The redoubt was begun in 1845 and wasn't finished until well after the Civil War, after Reconstruction was over in 1879. We're going to talk about Civil War and Reconstruction in a uh, little bit. Uh, The chief Engineer was Joseph Totten, uh, Totten, who we've talked about before uh, in terms of designing 
masonry forts, which is very common along the Florida coast, uh, as we've talked about in this series. Uh, Captain William Chase was also very, very uh, involved in this. And Fort Belancus uh, continued to be uh, an important fort. Um, in fact, it was uh, um, stationed by uh, John H. Winder um, by the Union. They abandoned it. And on March 11th, before the Civil War actually began, General Braxton Bragg took command and uh, they were able to uh, take the fort in Fort, Bar fort Barrancas. After the Civil War, uh, and we're, we're focusing on Fort Barrancas today, we're going to do Fort Pickens next week, which is a bigger fort, a fort that I, uh, I've actually personally spent a lot of time in in um in Gulf uh Gulf Islands National Seashore actually Fort Barrancas is there as well Fort Barrancas much smaller complex than Fort Pickens Fort Pickens is actually fascinating we're going to release some videos on the Florida Schools uh uh squeeze YouTube page in the near future on Fort Pickens but uh, back to Fort Barrancas during the Civil War uh, unlike Fort Pickens which became uh, the center of, of a lot of attention because uh, the Union was run out of Pensacola and, and just was at that fort. Fort Barrancas saw little action as it was uh, fortified by Braxton Bragg and the Confederacy. The only time the fort came under fire during the war was November 22nd and 23rd of 1861 as the Confederate artillery on at Fort Barrancas exchanged fire with the Union artillery, which was uh, still at Fort Pickens in November of 1861. There was damage to Fort Barrancas's walls, and there was a bombardment uh, on uh, New Year's Day, 1862, but um, nothing became of that. Now, in May 1862, even though uh, Pensacola hadn't been taken by the Union, the Confederacy pulled out of West Florida and Union uh, forces occupied the fort among other um, areas in Pensacola that had been uh, in Confederate hands to that point. So for the final three years of the Civil War, the fort saw no action. We go into Reconstruction, and Fort Barrancas is at this point a little bit outmodeled because it was a it was a masonry fort, as I said, built in the 1840s. But the fort was useful as a signal station for the U.S. Army, and in 1870, a railroad was built uh, for the approximately nine miles between Fort Barrancas and downtown Pensacola. And it went through Warrington and Woolsey. Um, and this was one of the federal projects during the Reconstruction era. Florida was readmitted, readmitted to the Union in 1868. This is one of the major Reconstruction era projects that was meant to improve infrastructure in Florida. 
as the federal government rebuilt Florida. This ended up being an important railroad track uh, in the future, went through a number of different ownerships, uh, connected the Naval Air Station. As I mentioned, Fort Barrancas is now on uh, the property of the uh, uh, NAS Pensacola to the city. So really uh, important uh, railroad being built there. And um, there are uh, additional batteries that were built uh, to reinforce Fort Barrancas. Throughout World War II, Fort Barrancas became an important uh, staging ground for American military operations. And we're going to talk more about this next week related to the Pensacola area with Fort Pickens, uh, which, uh, and, and uh, Fort Pickens also should mention this week. Uh, to get uh, you ready for next week, our listeners, Fort Pickens, uh, very significant uh, in this in the beginning of the Civil War. In fact, uh, the way American history probably should be taught, it's Fort Pickens and Fort Sumter that were the key forts as the war began, and there was a standoff between the seceding Southern states and the Union. But of course, everybody talks about Fort Sumter and Charleston. Fewer people talk about Pensacola. Uh, back to this fort, Fort Barrancas. Uh, fort Barrancas uh, was a signal station and a place to store arms. Lots of arms stored uh, and uh, range of military equipment uh, during World War II. The fort after World War II uh, is decommissioned and deactivated in 1947. The U.S. Navy then takes the site, occupies the site after the Army leaves and incorporates it into the Naval Air Station Pensacola, NAS Pensacola. The congressman from Pensacola at the time, or actually he was from Crestview, but uh, who represented Pensacola at the time, was Bob Sykes, Democrat, a conservative Democrat, segregationist Democrat. Congressman Sykes wanted Fort Barrancas to be preserved and felt it should be a national monument and urged the National Park Service to get involved. Now, Sykes eventually becomes the chairman of the Appropriations Subcommittee on Defense, a very important one of the so-called College of Cardinals in the Congress in the 1970s, although uh, he leaves in disgrace and scandal in 1978. Well, maybe we'll do another podcast in the future on Bob Sykes. Uh, maybe not, but maybe we will. Uh, any, in any event, uh, he is kind of an interesting character, very conservative Democrat uh, from that, uh, uh, that, that part of the uh, state. Uh, in any event, it is then incorporated into the National Park Service and in 1971, Congress authorized the establishment of the Gulf Islands National Seashore, which is part of the National Park Service. Fort Barrancas was included in this, as is Fort Pickens. That We'll talk about that next week. Fort Barrancas actually went through some restoration so that in 1980, it could be open to the public and is within the walls of NAS Pensacola, within the boundaries of NAS Pensacola today, and is accessible as part of Gulf Islands National Seashore managed by the National Park Service. Next week, we're back talking about Fort Pickens. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week.